Hey everyone, you're listening to The Reality of It Is. I'm here with a new friend, Edelise. Welcome. Hi Maria, how are you? I'm good. It's so soothing listening to your voice through the headphones. Yeah, (laughs) I get that a lot. Am I allowed to say what other things you do? Yes, of course. You're the voice of Walmart. I am. I have yet to go into an actual Walmart to uh, to Listen prove to that. that. Yeah. But <laughs> I hear that I'm the voice of Walmart, according to my boss. So I'm... <laughs> Must be true. Yeah. I thought about going this weekend. I was like, what if I just like pop into a fucking Walmart right now? But I didn't. So yeah. No, but I, I should be the voice of Walmart, like for sure. <laughs> I feel like that's what you just said is something in a... Su- something a celebrity would say oh yeah i'm in that movie but i haven't watched it it's really lame like do you know who susan bennett is i know the name yes yes Mm -hmm. do you know can you say who she is or do you just know the name i just know the name okay (laughs) susan bennett is the original voice of siri oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i've watched a episode of her yeah her thing okay yeah so she so at my job we have like a bunch of different voices and i was listening to this spot and i was like that voice sounds familiar. And I go, that's the voice of Susan Bennett. And I checked and I was like, yeah, that's her. Like at some point she recorded something for my company and I'm like, oh wow. And so I kind of like geeked out a little bit and I was like telling my boyfriend and I was like, yeah, like my, like I heard the voice of Susan Bennett. He was like, who the (laughs) fuck is that? I was like, she's the original voice of Surrey. He's like, how do you just, who just knows that? (laughs) And like, she's, yeah. I'm like, I guess it makes sense because it's part of my career. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's now, awesome. hopefully, that's what I want to do. <laughs> it's like, did you hear her voice? Did Walmart? you hear Adelise? That's Adelise. Yeah. Yeah. I brag about it. That's fun. Thank you. Because <laughs> I like, don't. Mom, Dad, I know the voice. I tell Connor all the time. I'm like, I know the voice of Walmart. <laughs> I think we should make a date of it and go. I think so. To. Yeah. We I think you're right. That. We should go next weekend or something. Let's. I'm down. So you also have your own podcast. Oh, which I just did an episode with you. Yes, we just did an episode together. Thank you for mm-hmm. coming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Called, and you have a blog. I up. do have a blog. My podcast is an extension of the blog. The blog is called Pants Optional. Um, it started back w- with my roommate when I, we were in college. And w- the name just sort of came about like, how was it? Okay, so we lived, it was four of us. Have I told you about this? No. Okay. So it was four of us. And I have a habit or I used to have more of a habit of like just not wearing pants around the <laughs> the, the dorm. <laughs> like I just okay. wouldn't. And I don't know if it was like a thing that just happened or I just like got comfortable, right? So like it got to a point where like one of my roommates would come in, she'd be like, "Does everyone have pants on?" And we had this wall where we put like sticky notes of all the funny shit that we would say. Yeah. This is like very college freshman shit. Um, And on one of those, we had like a sticky note that said pants are optional. And so when it came time for my roommate and I, who we had a college radio show Mm -hmm. and we were like, well, what do we name our radio show? And then I was like, pants optional. I was like, that sounds... Like, that's good. That sounds fun. Yeah. And it just like stuck. And so we did that all through college. And I was like, I feel like there's something here. Like, we could keep it going. I didn't really want it to end because at that point, I felt like we'd almost become a brand on campus or in like in the community yeah. that we had. Totally. Um, so then we decided to like start a blog and call it Pants Optional. 
Um, and it's just sort of like, I feel like a staple of like an, like in a, an inviting environment, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can come in, take off your pants. It's cool. <laughs> like, let's hang out and talk about some stuff. It's still optional though. Yeah, it's optional. Like you can keep them on. <laughs> you can totally keep them on. No one's telling you to take them off. Um, but yeah. And then the podcast is called It's Personal with Pants Optional. Love it. So yeah. And it's just about all the things personal to us as millennial women navigating the world. That's perfect. And we can um, we can find your podcast and website. You have you have a website, but then also we can also find it on Spotify. Yes, Spotify iTunes. and, and uh, iTunes. Yeah. And then the easiest way I think is to find you on Instagram. That is true. We are at ugh underscore pants. That is U G H pants. That and uh, was part was, uh, <laughs> was yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's pantsoptional.co. Love it's the it. website. Yep. Love it. Y'all should check it out. I love all their stuff. It makes me feel normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally the the entire purpose of it. Yes, yeah. it's perfect. Well, cool. Well, I'm so glad that you were up for coming on to my podcast too. Yeah. So today we were going to talk about parents. Yeah, the ever-encompassing topic of parents. Um, I have been personally victimized by my <laughs> parents on many occasions, and I have a lot to say about them and how they've made me feel and how they have either improved or impeded my growth as a person throughout my life. Thanks, Mom yeah. and Dad. Yeah. It happens. It it does. Do your parents listen to your podcast? God, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. So actually, funny story. Um, my mom will never listen to this. So I'm oh, just going to okay. go on and say it. So it. one of my, this is like, well, it's on topic, but it's kind of off topic, I guess. We have an hour, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, one of my blogs, I wrote about body image uh, mm-hmm. last summer and it was like, like a very important topic to me where I just needed to like sort of take out my feeling about how I grew up and like how I felt about my body as a kid Mm -hmm. and how I'm sort of like um, breaking down the negative things that I would think about my body until up, up to and now, I guess, basically. So my mom had a lot to do with that, with my body image, because uh, she has a lot of uh, for lack of a better word, issues. And yeah. so she passed on those issues to me by projecting a lot of shit onto me. Yeah. So in my essay on my blog, I wrote that when I was 13, she told me like, she said something like, don't eat. No, she said like, don't eat anymore. Um, well, she said it in Spanish, so I'm translating yeah. it. It's like, don't eat anymore. Like you're like you're going to get fat or something like that like your aunt your aunt has 3 kids and she weighs less than you do Ugh. is what she said when i was 13 my aunt has always been very small she's just like a very petite woman yeah and she was she had 3 kids she was like in her early 30s at the time yeah um and i my aunt was sort of like a big sister role model to me when i was growing up so when my mom said that you know, that I was, that I weighed more than my aunt, which I, I doubt that I did, honestly. Right. Um, I was never like a fat kid, but I was yeah. like 
big bone did, I guess. Like I grew sure. up fast. Yeah. And so um, I wrote about that in the blog, which was sort of like that moment, I guess, was like a catalyst for me being like, I want to go on a diet. Like I need to yeah. go on a diet and fix my body now. Totally. Um, and I wrote about that on the blog and like in retrospect, sort of coming from a place where this is something my mom said because she didn't know any better and she wasn't taught better. And so now I'm 20, whatever, 24. And I'm like realizing like, it's not her fault that she acted this way when I was a kid. Sure. But now I'm trying to like remedy the consequences of that. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily like trying to make my mom out to be a bad person. Right. It was just, it was also like a very small part of the essay. It was just sort of like, how I started it off. Yeah. Um, but my mom read it. Oh, wow. And yeah. I didn't think that she would, but she did. And she read it and I like walked in, like she was like in her room and I walk walk in and I was like, hey, like I'm going to go out oh, or something. No. And she just looked upset. Oh, no. And I was like, why are you upset? And she was like, I read your essay. I read your blog. And I was like, <laughs> okay, sorry. I was like, okay. And she was like, the way that you made me out to look in your... Oh, I was like, no. oh my God. So I had to like go through this whole thing where I was like, mom, this isn't about you. Yeah, that totally. essay was not about you yep. or how bad of a mother you are. That's you projecting your feelings onto yep. me again. Yep. And now I have to like... Baby you. Back. Yeah, yeah, like make her feel shitty when I was yeah. a kid. And I'm like, mom, you weren't a bad mom. She's like, I just know that I messed up so many times with you. And like, like, I know I can't apologize. And like, I was like, oh my God. She was just like making herself out to be the victim. Yeah. And feeling bad about the way she raised me. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you did a not great thing raising me that way. But it's like, I, like, I'm, I understand now I have to be the adult for the two of us at this point. And I get it. I understand that that wasn't like your intention, but now I'm writing this like to sort of come to terms with my body and how I feel about myself. Yeah. And she just like, she was just upset. She She just didn't, she didn't get it. She didn't like, I don't know if she like understood it later and just didn't tell me about it. Right. But it was, yeah. Oh my gosh. I've had a similar thing happen. Um, Actually, it was the same thing, Uh, except I was writing a college essay and my mom read it like a year or two later. And it Mm -hmm. was basically about... Um, my grandpa used to live with us and I wrote, I wrote about how I sometimes had to take care of my grandpa a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but the point of the essay was to show off basically my skills and like my maturity because I was trying to get into college. Oh, this is a college essay. Yeah. 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 An admissions college essay. She took it completely wrong. Misunder, you know, did the same, did a similar thing. Now that I'm saying it, she's probably going to listen to this. I don't really know. She doesn't talk to me about it. I don't think she <laughs> listens a lot, but she also follows me on Instagram. So maybe she will. Sorry, mom. But like, mm-hmm. that's not what it was about. Yeah. And I explained that to her. And I again, same with you. Like, I don't know if she understood that. Mm-hmm. I think she was just her. But it was like, that wasn't the point. Mm-hmm. I had to highlight those moments. Yeah. Because that w- it was an essay. Yeah. But especially with college essays, you're supposed to like air out your trauma. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why that's like the college thing to do, yeah. the college admission thing to do, but like, what hard time have you gone through? Yeah, and you're Tell like, us about um, it. like, 
every damn thing that everyone else in the world has gone through. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, like 17. I'm willing to pay you money to go to get an education. Is that <laughs> enough? We won't go down that road. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. So that's one really good example of what it's been like going, growing <laughs> up with your mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I can talk a lot about my parents. <laughs> like I have conversation about my parents for fucking ever it's like when you have when you like live with terrible roommates and all you want to do is just talk about them and like shit talk your shit roommates. Talk about them, but you love them and you want to go back home i don't know i I'm sometimes it, yeah. it depends but yeah. yeah yeah it's like yeah when you have shitty roommates and you're just like you know what my fucking roommate did today but <laughs> it's like know? it's do like you? parents i love it do you know what brandy pulled today it was nuts I'm gonna have to equalize this audio. <laughs> I just realized. Sorry, turn down the volume, turn it back up. Yeah, um, yeah. You and I have talked a lot about this. I feel, and I'm not. I'm still kind of unsure if this is because you and I are kind of first generational immigrants. Is that what it's? Is that how you see it? Our parents were immigrants. Yeah. So my parents uh, immigrated. My my mom was born here. Um, but born here, but it was out of like convenience or not necessarily convenience or like my grandparents knew that like my, uh, mom and her siblings like should be born in the United States because their lives would just be better that way. Yeah. And they wouldn't have to go through the whole like visa thing. Exactly. But they were born here and then they moved back to Mexico. Um, and then my dad came here when he was like 20 or something. So my parents are from like rural little towns in Mexico yeah. My mom has um, never done anything by herself. Like yeah. the things that she's done by herself have always been like for my grandparents, working to make money for my grandparents. Like mm-hmm. they both didn't go to college. Um, so my mom's life was growing up was very sheltered. And then she got married at 23 and then yeah. had me the next year. Right. Um, and even when my mom started dating my dad, she was like 21. And my dad used to be very like, I mean, he's still, he's still overprotective, but he was like <laughs> those like overprotective Mexican men, like the yep. machista, like uh-huh. um, controlling that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So my mom was just always like, she'd just go to work and she'd come home and right. she'd go to work and she'd come home and then she got married and then that was it. Yeah. So her entire life has been like my dad and then me. And, um, Hmm. so they, it's like they come into the country with this collectivist Mexican mindset and they come into the United States and it's incredibly individualist. Right. And so then they raise me and my siblings and they try to make us collectivist, but inevitably we end up having some of that like individualist culture. Right. So when we want to go off and do our own thing, they're like, why do you want to do your own thing when everyone is here? Yeah. And you can do everything here with us. Mm-hmm. And come work for me. I already. Yeah. I built this I up built for this you. for you. Yeah. Everything that I have made here is for you. So yeah. why wouldn't you want it? Yeah. And then you feel bad for like wanting to quote unquote like now I have my own dreams, mom. Like I have to go chase yeah. my own dreams. And they're like, what are, what are those? Why? <laughs> like what are dreams? Why? We came here to work. And <laughs> that's it. Like we don't have time to dream. Yeah. So. I made your dream. Yeah. It's already real. Yeah. Just, 
just show up. Exactly. I wish, I wish it was that easy. Yeah. I really wish that we could just do that. Yeah. Great. There's no work involved. I'll just show up. But like the desire is not, unfortunately, it's not there. No, it's not the way it works. <sighs> yeah. But um, I don't even remember what your question was. I, well, I, so I asked, you know, oh, I don't yeah. know if it's an immigration, an immigrant thing, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just, and that's tied to cultural differences. It for or, sure is, yeah. 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 Or, yeah. It, yeah. it varies a lot depending on, um, depending on like how you were raised. Cause I know some people who like, sure, their parents are Mexican or whatever, but they're much more liberal than say yeah. my parents would be because maybe their parents were raised in like a bigger Mexican city. Sure. And my parents were raised mm. in like a very tiny, like dusty town. I get that. In Mexico. And yeah. so their scope is limited. Yeah. Um, and they're very traditional. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so it's harder that way. It's definitely a cultural thing. And I've had to, as I've been in Austin for almost six years now, I've had to like recognize the parts of me that are that have to like acquiesce to being collectivist mm-hmm. and then being individualist, yeah. which is like why I decided to leave home for college in the first place. Right. Which they do not understand like up to this day. They yeah, just don't come, get it. Come back home. Yeah. Side note, I guess I should explain that I am also half Mexican and that my father is from Mexico. Mm hmm. Um, my mom is American or hmm, let me correct that. Both of my parents are American. My father was born in Mexico and my mother was born in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going along with this cause I actually can relate. So, yeah, yeah. um, anyways, anyways, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where do you start unpacking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they still want you to move back home. They don't understand why you're away even though you have a relationship, you have a job here, your boyfriend is here, obviously you've made friends here. Yes. Basically your life is here, but... Yes. But... But, but it's not because... Why aren't you home? Yeah. No, they fully think that I'm going to one day get married and then move back home. And, um, like, I have, I have made a life here. Like, mm-hmm. telling me to go back home would be like asking me to just leave my life at this point. Yeah. And they, my dad, for one, thinks that I'm only in Austin because of my boyfriend. Which is not the case. You've made that very clear. Yeah, I've made that clear a lot of times where I'm like, even if I didn't have a boyfriend, I I don't think that I would want to be back home. I Mm -mm. really don't. Would it be a little bit sadder if I was by myself? Probably. But it's probably, it would probably still be like a thing that I'm choosing to do. I mean, but you chose to move away without having a relationship. Yeah. So that's not it. And even then, like, so when I graduated, I ended up moving back home a couple months after graduation until I got a job. So I was mm-hmm. back home for like maybe five months. And yeah. at that point, like I moved back home. I didn't want to, but I was yeah. like, I need to take this L and just move back yeah. home. And I had been with Kyle for like two years at that point. But right. he was never a thing where I was like oh, I need to stay in Austin. I need to figure it out because I'm with my boyfriend. And I was like, no, I'm going to leave because this is just what I have to do. Totally. But we were never like, oh, well, like this is going to break us up. It was always like an understanding, like this is yeah. what I have to do, but I do want to move back eventually. Totally. Um, And then I, you know, I did. I'm here now. But my dad still to this day is like, 
well, the only reason you're in Austin is because you have a boyfriend. So if your boyfriend just moves with you back home, then it's all fixed, right? And I'm like, mm. no. That feels very unvalidating. It is incredibly invalidating all you're, the time. They, do, they don't validate me. me. Right. <laughs> they don't yeah. validate me. They um, When I graduated college, there wasn't like a, like a good job. We're so proud of you. There, oh. there wasn't anything like that. It was like they have never tried to... Um, what's the word? Like acclimate, I guess, to me living here. They've never, they visit me in Austin maybe like once or twice a year if I'm lucky. Huh. Um, but they I'm, don't empathize or understand. No, like they don't try to like come to visit me. They don't try to like stay for more than a day to hang out in Austin. Mm. They're just like, like if they come to visit me, it's because they absolutely have to or because it's convenient for them. Mm. Um, they're like, oh, like an example, we're going to Houston. We're, we're just going to stop in Austin along the way to see you. It's um, like, okay. It's um, almost like this isn't real. Yeah. This isn't real to them. Yeah. Like to this day, like they, every single time I go visit them at least every three weeks now because I have to, because if I don't, it's like they see it as a, a betrayal. Yeah. And they're like, well, you've been alone for too long. Like you don't love us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Do they do that? Yeah. Not, yeah, kind of like, not necessarily like you don't love us, but it's like you, you're, you're by yourself and, and you're too used to being by yourself and you like, like you don't need us and it's ridiculous. But it's a shame thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're fully like guilting me. So every time I go visit, they'll be like, as soon as I step into the door of the house, like I, I get to the driveway yeah, and I just go, (sighs) right. And I go inside and they greet me. And they hug me and they're so happy to see me. And then they say, why do you have to leave? Come back home. Every single time without fail. Right. Why do you have to leave? Come back home. I'm shaking my head now. My dad is like, I'll give Uh, you a job. I'll give your boyfriend a job, which is no. Uh But these are just like tactics. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, dad, that sounds like a great idea. Uh Um, These are just like things that they use for like, (sighs) chinga, like, yeah. I don't know why you moved. I don't know why why you're over there. Like I don't get it. I don't understand what you like about Austin. It's such a big city. It's so ugly. It's it's so so much traffic. Like just shit after shit after yeah. shit. And then if not, my mom will be like, uh, example, uh, I'll call her and she's like, Are you gonna Are you coming home this weekend? And I'm like, No, I'm not coming home this weekend. I'm gonna go home. I don't know next weekend because yeah. of X Y and Z reason. And she's like. Which you don't really need a reason. Right. You always have to give one, though. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole you don't need a reason thing is, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, you can just say, like, I have friends who have been like, you can just say that, like, no, I'm not going to go this weekend, like, whatever. And I'm like, what? No, I can't can't do do that. that. Yeah. So there has to be some kind of reason you could, but there would be extreme shame. Yeah, like it would more it, than there would normally be. It wouldn't work out in your favor to yeah. not have a reason. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like, if I don't have a reason, example, if I don't have a reason, where I'm like, well, let's say, I just went home last weekend, mom. Like, uh-huh. I'm not gonna go home two weekends in a row. It's a long fucking drive. I'm yeah. tired. I want to yeah. sleep. And she's like, well. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you don't want to come home now that you're single and you're not married and you're young and you don't have kids and you can just pick up your car and drive whenever you want, 
What's it going to be like when you're married? Are you going to come visit us? Am I ever going to see my grandchildren? What am I going to have to do? Go up to Austin to see my grandkids? And then she just takes it to this like crazy fucking level where I'm married. I have all these kids and I can't go home (laughs) and I can't see them ever again. Like this is the mindset that she's at where she's like, what are you going to do when when I'm old and you live over there? What am I? Who's going to take care of me when I'm old? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, these these aren't things that I should be concerned about 40 years early or 30 years early. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but she just she has nothing else to do other than just like have ideas, just like think about these possibilities of shit that isn't going to (laughs) happen. That's a lot. Because it's also, because it's like, not only is it an extreme, an extreme amount of shame, it's also a lot of, again, projections mm-hmm. and expectations. Mm-hmm. You're not meeting my expectations. It yeah. almost feels like a disappointment. Oh, yeah. It is, for sure. You're not coming home? Yeah. You're, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. Like, what? No, it's not personal at all. Yeah. But maybe it's getting to be. Yeah. <laughs> because you keep doing this to me, but like... I have a life here. And yeah, I'm going to spend this weekend by myself or like, again, doesn't really matter. Yeah. No, it fully, it fully is. And it's, it has taken a toll on my mental health a lot of times um, where like, I just, I don't know what to do. Cause I'm like, I, I can't keep them happy. I yeah. can't, and I can't make them happy because in order for them to be happy, that means that I have to move back home because there yeah. is no, and there's no like. Um, what am I thinking of timelines? I've, have you watched Community? No, no, I've watched one episode and I <laughs> loved it. Um, I need to watch. They more. have this episode where there's like different timelines, right? So like, mm-hmm. what happens if um there's a pizza delivery guy and you get the pizza instead of me, and then what if I get the pizza instead of you, and yeah. like, where does that put us? in the in the universe yeah so anyway there is no timeline where my parents are happy about me being in austin there just isn't and they're like well why can't i'm like well i came to austin originally and i'm guess still because of like i want to have a media company i want to like do things in media and that's why i came to austin because it's it's a big city and this is where all the shit is yeah and they're like well why can't you just do it here yeah why can't you just do it in the valley and i'm like that like <laughs> I could sure but it, if I felt like um like a passion for it you know if I was like yeah. you know what I want to start a media company and I want to stay in the valley and I want to do it in the valley and I'm that's yeah. where I'm gonna live but I've never felt that way I'm not yeah. necessarily like yeah Austin I'm like no this is just <laughs> where I live now and but I want to live here but I want to live here yeah yeah and it makes sense for me to live here now yeah, that's like but. the, I think, I think for me, the hardest, I, I mean, I can relate to all the things that you have said, but I think for me, one of the biggest things that's standing out is the expectation of like the standard, mm-hmm. their standards that they have mm-hmm. and I can't ever meet them. Yeah. I just can't. I just like, like I used to try. I really did. I used to try, but it was so much work and so much effort and like it was painful. Yeah. Like, no, you know what? I don't have to meet. And and now we're both getting older and becoming more of ourselves yeah. than adults. And it's like, okay, actually, I don't have to meet your standard or meet whatever it is that you're asking. Yeah. I don't have to. I feel like it's hard for me or as I've learned to sort of like 
um, be an adult with my parents mm-hmm. or have them see mm-hmm. me as a, a viable adult person. Yeah. Um, because they, I don't feel like they see me that way a lot of the time. Um, and even then it's like, well, yeah, like I'm start, still trying to figure out a lot of things, but at the end of the day, it's like, I, I am their daughter and they yeah. won't see me as an individual person or like as an adult person until I'm married. I feel like, yeah, that's like, like, I feel like once if, and when I get married, that's when they're going to be like, oh, well, she's she can married. Be like own. she can be on her own. Yeah. Like she has she has like a man to mm-hmm. you know like answer to basically is probably the way they see it yeah and or um, protect or and protect yeah. probably yeah it's like well your husband can can deal with you <laughs> yeah like we don't have to deal with you no anymore. but that's actually i feel like that's totally what it is i'm not saying like in your situation i've never yeah. met, your, met your parents but yeah. i feel like that's exactly the expectation mm-hmm oh, great, her husband can take care of her. Like, this is bullshit, but she's married now, so we can't say anything. When it's like, why do I have to wait till I'm married for that to be the ex- the situation? Yeah. Like, respect what I want now. Yeah, but no, they don't. That's mm-hmm. not a thing. They don't even respect the fact that I don't want to get married for a while. They're like, why They're don't confused. you want to get married now? What's wrong? Like, why? And I'm like, because yeah. I'm, I don't know, a child, not ready. And they're like... um, they, they don't, it's like, and I mean, maybe it's just like a, also a cultural thing where no one tells you when you, when you're going to get married or when you plan on getting married that like marriage is work and it's a yeah. whole thing. And mm-hmm. if you're lucky, it's good. And if you're not so lucky, it ends up being shitty. But yeah. it's at the end of the day, it's like you have to, it's, it's work to make it a good relationship. Right. And no one says that. They're like, yeah, yeah get married. And then you just figure it out. You and fall then, in love and it's And then that's peaches. it. Peaches. Yeah. <laughs> no one is like, you know what? It's going to be hard to deal with another person's, I don't know, income, Everything. finances, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like figuring each other out, like being a, a team and they're just like, no, you just get married and then that's it and it's fine. Do it. <laughs> yeah, they make it they make it seem like it's super easy. Yeah. Why aren't you already doing it? Yeah. You love him, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why aren't you together? I don't get it. Yeah. There's no one else out there for you, so just do it now. Basically. When there's like, oh, okay, I didn't know it was black and white. Because it's not black and white. Yeah, no. That's the... Ugh, oh, I feel like I can just feel my blood boil as <laughs> we're talking yeah, about it. Like my my blood pressure's yeah, rising. We're gonna, yeah. I feel like I'm already gonna need the weekend right now. Um, uh, so I guess in in all of this, it's also realizing that sometimes your parents are very toxic people, mm-hmm. and. Uh, as I've gotten older and learned what toxicity is in relationships and what it's like to be emotionally manipulated, what it's like to be guilt tripped, what it just shit like that, where I'm like, my parents are toxic as fuck. And, and no one says like, I mean, I feel like people rarely talk about, um, toxic parents very much, Yeah, but it's such a thing. And Mm -hmm. I've learned like, Sometimes the shit my parents say, I just can't take it at face value. And yeah. you're like, when you're a kid, you're like, well, everything my parents say is supposed to be taken at face value. But it's like, no, your parents yeah. are, they are people. Right, and they're human too and they make mistakes. Yeah. And it's it's hard to see your parents as, as people and mm-hmm. sort of like 
have a relationship with your parents as an adult is yeah. I feel like right now where I'm it, I'm still very new at it. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a process, it seems like, <laughs> because it's already been a whole ass process. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and they're they have their ways of manipulation of yeah. uh, emotional guilt tripping of yeah. Um, just a lot of a lot of shit where mm-hmm. I have to be like I. I will have like be thinking about something that say like my dad said, mm-hmm. right? That is making me feel bad or whatever. And I have to talk to a cousin of mine who is like my brother. And yeah. he is the only one that gets me because our parents are very similar. So I'm like, my dad said this thing. And then he's like, you need to just not listen to your dad. Like your dad's crazy. He says some crazy right. shit. Like, yeah. don't think about it too much. Like whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, like you're right. Yeah, but that's but it's almost that is in itself crazy to think like, oh, I can't listen yeah. to my dad or I'm not supposed to listen to my dad or mom anymore. Yeah, because my dad would do this thing. He still fucking does where like my dad didn't want me to come here to go to college. Yeah. So I think like I don't know how recently he said it, but he's been like whether it's talking about, I don't know, like say student loans. He's like. I told you, like, I didn't want her to go off to that college or whatever, but Mm. no one listened to me and look what happened and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Uh, well. As if that matters anymore. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. And I don't have, like, it's just like making me, especially like growing up, it was like making me feel bad for Mm -hmm. trying to make a decision of my own. And yeah, right. Making me feel bad for a being like, like he was always like, like his, he, he always has this idea that like his um, advice yeah. or his uh, opinion was going to be the wisest or the yeah. most, um, the smartest. Yeah. And because he's the patriarch of the family. Yeah. So How he's like, you, you can take this or you cannot take this. Right. And a normal person would be like, okay, well, sometimes you can take it. Yeah. Or sometimes you have to not take it and then figure it out on your own and see how it plays out. Because you have to learn about yeah, life. Yeah, like, absolutely. I can't, I can't just sit here and be like, well, does my dad think that it's a good idea for me to go yeah, to the mall today? Totally. Or does my dad think it's a good idea for me to, I don't know, whatever the fuck you want to do. Yep. And so when I don't take his advice on something because he sees it one way and I see it another way. Yeah. He's like, well, like he, he'll make me feel guilty. Uh, and like, I'm awful. not, like I'm not doing things right because I didn't listen to him. And that sucks. Yeah. So my dad is, is his own thing. And then my mom is a whole thing because she makes me feel guilty about one leaving and then two being the only daughter, uh, oldest only daughter who is leaving her Mexican mother behind. And it's like, how dare you? I didn't realize that was a thing. Oh, but you know what? I I can see it now. Mm -hmm. I can see it now. But also if you were male, though, that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, he's going off to do better and bigger things. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the fact that you're a female and you're not at home taking care of her, helping her out with probably household things. Mm-hmm. How could, like, what are you doing? That's not natural. Yeah. Would be, I assume, the, the thought process behind all of that. Yeah, basically. Because I'm the only person in my family, in my very 
big family who has left this far. How many go. siblings do you have? I have two siblings, um, but they're they're boys. Uh, they're younger. So one of them is 20. He stayed home. Mm. The other one is 16, and he wants to go to college out somewhere, but I don't yeah. know if he will. Um, but I have, like, cousins and yeah, other close. family members, and everyone has stayed, you know, there. Oh, dang. And no one has left. Everyone just, like... I have one cousin who is 20 now um, and her parents, she wanted to come to school in Austin mm-hmm. um, and her parents told her like, if you stay in school here, we'll buy you a car. <laughs> and they, People do that. And they did. <laughs> and then my mom goes, your cousin stayed here and they bought her a car like, and she's gone to Europe and all this stuff. And like, that could have been you, but you decided to leave. <laughs> But they're, but then like, uh, all these strings, there's so many strings attached. There's, there's a lot of strings. And yeah. the thing is, is it's almost, you get wrapped into it. Um, you get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not necessarily cause you want to, but sometimes maybe sometimes cause you do. But some of the things like, I remember, I don't, can we talk about your car? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you didn't choose the vehicle that you bought. Oh, never. that's not that's not what you chose. But now you have the payment. Yeah. Your yeah, yeah. your dad chose the vehicle. Yeah. And he oh, I'll take care of. I'm sure he said, oh, I'll take care of it. Yeah. It's fine. It's my car, but you can use it. Blah, blah, blah. You decided to move. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this is yours now. Yeah. What? I didn't decide. I don't want this, I don't want this payment. Car. Yeah. I would have been fine with a cheap ass car or yeah. a, at least a, an affordable vehicle. Yeah. But now I'm stuck with your car that's in your name. So now I don't have proof of credit, proof of that yeah. I've purchased something large. And it's like this whole thing. But like you just got wrapped into it. Yeah. This happens all the time. All the time. All the freaking time. Yeah. And then the, also like the lack of their support. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's also the lack of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want. No, we're here for you. Every Everything we have is yours. We're always here mm-hmm. for you. Come back home. We're here for you. Blah, blah, blah. blah. But then there's no support for you going and making your decisions and choosing to go to a college. Yeah. I tried buying a house. It was a shitty house. But guess what? I could afford it. Mm-hmm. Eh, ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was closer in my budget. And one of my family members wasn't about it. And they kept saying, no, 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 no. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think this is a good idea. When really I thought it was a, I, I felt fine in my heart. I really thought this was a good idea. Mm-hmm. It needed a lot of work, but guess what? That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not well off like my mom and dad are. Yeah. And this was something that I could do and I would have been proud of and I would see progress and it would have been something for me and it would have felt good. Mm-hmm. But then you hear, but then I just had someone the entire time kind of bashing it, completely bashing it. But then there's also strings attached. Well, you know, I, they were going to help me with a down payment, mm-hmm. but it... It was just painful because yeah. I wasn't allowed to do what I wanted to do. It yeah. was like, here, go do what you go do what you want to do, but not that. Yeah. Here are the boundaries. Well, I can't live within those boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Because like they. Oh, man. Where was I going with this? Boundaries. They have things. Boundaries. I'm going to learn how to edit oh, today. Oh, the, um, <laughs> the emotional support thing. Yeah. So like. My parents, by they they say that they 
they allowed me, they let me come here to, to go to school and to live. They've let me do that. Which is nuts. You're 18 years old. It, right. Well, I mean, you were. Yeah. They, they let me do this. And so for them, they're like, that's all the support that you need. Like, that's enough. Yeah. And right. so when I had left home, I, I, it was like new, right? Like you're mm-hmm. gone, whatever. And you're sort of like grappling with like being away from home for the first time, trying to figure yourself out. Yeah. And I never, I never had their emotional support. Like mm-hmm. they, they were like, yeah, we support you, but they did it. They did because they never, and they still have never wanted me to be here. So I'm here literally out of my own, like, I don't know, pride, rebellion. I don't know what it is yeah. at this point. And they've never supported me being here. And so they think that, like, because they they let me and have allowed me to be here, they're like, that's it. Like, you have all the support you need. Yeah. But because I, like, suffered a lot, I think, without realizing it, mm-hmm. they're by their lack of emotional support. And I'm, like, by myself. And I'm, tr- like, you know, navigating the this new city and the world and my feelings and my life and they they were never there for me to go to Mm -hmm. when I was feeling sad or whatever because if I were to say oh I miss you or oh I'm sad today they'd be like well it's your fault because you left yeah right so it would never be like oh okay like there wouldn't be comfort yeah there was never that yeah that's it like (laughs) there have never been like nurturing yeah and it's your fault. Yeah. You're in this. Yeah, it's like your fault. Like you you decided, so now you have to deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. And so maybe I think now, because I'm realizing as I'm getting older, I'm like, there's a lot of shit where I feel like I don't have a super uh, close relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like we're good, but I don't feel the need to be like, I need to tell my mom this or like, I want to yeah. tell my mom this today or when mm-hmm. she calls, I want to tell her everything about my day or whatever. You know, and my mom is always like, why don't you talk like we need to be my mom has this like fairy tale idea that we need to be best friends. And I'm like, you've never let yourself for us to be best friends. Yeah. And or she'll be like, um, like, why haven't you called me today or whatever? And I have to call her every day. Yeah. Because if I don't call her, then it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. But it's like she doesn't understand like, if I were to be like, I just don't want to talk, she'd be like, well, why? Do you feel bad? Something's wrong. What's wrong? Yeah. Whatever. And I'm like, I just don't feel like it. Like, there's no sense of boundaries. There's there's nothing. Yeah. And so I guess maybe because of the lack of emotional support that I had mm-hmm. as I went through college, I probably, a part of me shut down and just didn't want to tell them about my day or didn't yeah. want to tell them about something I might be going through when I was running, like... Mm-hmm. I was running, like, the um, media organization at school. Yeah. I never told them that. Right. Like, I was doing all this shit, and I only told them about, like, half of it. Yeah. And and I don't know if it's because, like, I just wanted to keep it, like, simple and, like, not want to... I didn't want to deal. And most of the time, I just... I don't want to deal with, like, mm-hmm. questions and shit like that. So I just don't say anything. And so my mom will be, like... Well, I want you to talk more, blah, blah, blah. So I'll yeah. I'll try to like share something. And she asks all these questions, but then starts like attacking me. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, Pulse, I'm not gonna tell you anything anymore. Yeah. And and that's been like my entire relationship with them. And my mm-hmm. dad is like, 
my mom will be like, you need to call your dad as much as you call me. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk to my dad about? Money? <laughs> I Like, there, yeah. yeah, there's like no basis where I'm calling my dad every fucking day to be like, hey, dad, I had a sandwich today. Hey, dad, I'm going to the store. Like, I yeah. just don't need to. Yeah. And she's like, your dad, she goes, your dad has asked me why you don't call him. And I'm like, why the fuck doesn't he call me? Right. No one right. calls me. Like the phone doesn't work both yeah, ways. Yeah. It's like, no, she's like, well, it's you're your the one who left. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. She says that? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Ugh. you're the one who left. So you have to come visit us. You have to call everybody. You have to like stay on top of everyone. I'm like, literally anybody can just text me and I'll reply. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you call your dad? And I'm like, honestly, most of the time I forget. And then also, I just don't want to talk to him because he'll be like, when are you coming home? Yeah. And that's the only thing he'll ask. So he's never like, I don't know. It's either like, when are you coming home? How's work? Fine. Next week. That's it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's never, it's never a joyful. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like a productive conversation. I'm so glad to hear from you. I was thinking about when you were talking about how you withheld information, um, even on like really big stuff. And I sometimes do that too and I Mm -hmm. the reason that I do it is for I want to hold on to that good happy Mm -hmm. big moment feeling because the moment that I tell maybe if I tell my mom or dad and they project one of their Mm -hmm. negative feelings on it it ruins it Mm -hmm. it's like no actually that's not you know whatever whatever crazy thing they come up with which is their insecurity and they put it on on you what happened to me yeah like, no, actually, it has nothing to do with X, Y, and Z. I just wanted to do it. And I did it. Like, mm-hmm. thanks. But then but then it's ruined. Yeah. Then you don't want to do... Then, you know, I feel like my mom and dad are like my number one, my number one fans, but also the number one people that I want to impress. Mm-hmm. And if it's not going to be happy for both of us, then I'd rather just not share. Yeah. Yeah, they, they give me a lot of shit for... Um, for not being as uh, like into the culture, I guess, in mm-hmm. terms of like being collectivist as them, where they're like, they won't see something as a win unless it's for everybody, you know? Yeah. It's like, like when I went to college, it was never like, I'm so proud of you for going to college and getting an education. It was never like that. It That's was just crazy. like, oh, you left. Okay. You finished the thing. Great. When are you coming back? Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. So I guess like I I want to say that I, I look for them for like approval or validation. Yeah. But I, I really don't because I know that I'm not going to get it. Right. Like they don't they there's nothing they've ever validated me for or, mm-hmm. or given me in that way. And so I don't look for validation from them. And I feel like I want to like I want to yeah. make them proud. But at the end of the day, I'm like. I'm you guys are like, getting for it. what? Like yeah. you're not if you're not and maybe like if I ask them like are you proud of me they'll be like sure. <laughs> but, right. But they're never like oh man I'm so glad that you have a job or did this thing like <laughs> like I'm like well I can't go home because I have a full-time job and I need to have PTO in order to leave. Yep. And they're like well that's your fault because you have a job. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I just can't. It like upsets me. <laughs> and I'm just like Okay. okay great <laughs> cool. thanks that's not how the rest of that's not how i want to operate 
Yeah. But thanks a lot for being supportive once yeah. again. Or my dad, like when I got the job, he's he's like, you want to work for someone else? Oh, that's geez. what you want to do. And I'm like, not for the rest of my life, but like I need to start fucking somewhere. And and so a lot of that like fucked me up because I was yeah. like, maybe I am wrong for wanting to look for a job and wanting yeah, to like totally. wanting stability. Like maybe mm-hmm. I should just work for my dad or maybe I should just do yep. this. Yep. And maybe I'm wrong for thinking that mm-hmm. like I need to get experience or just shit like that, you know? Yeah, you start second guessing everything. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't good. Yeah. You were fine. Yeah. And and it's okay if you choose to this is just an example, but if you wanted to work for someone else the rest of your life, that's okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. Yeah. But he'll be like like if I talk to him, he's like, I don't understand why you don't just quit your job. And I'm like, it took There's me so long to find this job. I'm not just up and quit. It's not like I've been there for five years, like it's been a few months. Yeah, that's... Yeah, um, yeah. Because I need the job to pay my bills. Yeah. Well, that's your fault. You could live at home. Yeah. But then even if you do live at home, that's going to last like a sweet little moment. Then you're... Besides the fact of you hating it, they're going to start wondering, why aren't... You're not pulling your weight. What are you yeah, doing? No, why aren't I, you coming to work? I lived at home twice. Um, So I... Like went, moved back yeah, twice? Yeah, I moved back twice. Gotcha. So I moved back when I was a couple months after graduation um and then I moved back to Austin and then I lost that job that I had in Austin and I was like I was like maybe I just need to do it this time I'm like I just need to work for my dad like I'm just gonna go and try it again Mm -hmm. and so I did that for another like four months ish until I found the job that I'm at now yeah um so yeah it was like a good four months almost and it drove me fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I don't have any friends back home. I don't have anywhere to really go. Um, my brother, like, I don't have any family members that I get along with where I'm like, oh, hey, I'm going to hang out with, I don't know, my cousin yeah. or whatever. Right. Like, I was always by myself. And mm-hmm. I like, it's like, yeah, I'm by myself in Austin, but at least my boyfriend is here. I have friends friends here. here. Yeah. Like, it's different. And when I'm home, I'm just like, well, another day. Yeah. I was so depressed all the time. Yeah. And I just couldn't get out of bed. And I would cry all the time. And I just didn't know what to do. And my days consisted of, like, running errands, going to HEB, or, like, picking up my grandma. Or, you know, just living this, like, sad, lonely life. Yeah, so I feel like that's almost like proof. Like, you did try to do it. Yeah. But it didn't work. Yeah. But it sucks that, like, I mean, you moved back because your situation kind of, you had to. Yeah. But, like, to question yourself so many times, to be like, oh, maybe what I'm doing isn't right. Like, that just sucks. Yeah, all the time. And I also don't understand this whole, you've been gone for six years. (laughs) This isn't like a, this isn't a minimal thing. Yeah. It's not new. It's like they, like, what did my dad say? He said something to the effect of, like, you've been gone for six years, and I feel like within that time, like, we haven't, we haven't really gotten to hang out, or, like, we haven't gotten to spend enough time with you, basically. And I was like, that's not my fault. Like, you... Like, it's all up to you. Yeah. Like, they, they could have chosen to, like, spend more than like a single Saturday in Austin or they could have chosen to 
either spend more time here or try to just like make the time that I have with them more valuable. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, you're home. Okay. Like what, the last time I went home a few weeks ago, I got home. No one was home. Yeah. Everyone was out. Oh my gosh. I've Yeah. And I got there. My mom was there. She was like, oh, hi, whatever. Said hi. And then she was like, okay, I'm busy because I have to like do this thing later. Yeah. And I like, I have to prepare for it or I, I don't know what it was. I was like, okay, my brothers weren't there. My dad wasn't there. My mom was busy. It was just oh, like me geez. and the fucking dog. And I was like. But they pressured you to come home. Yeah, because I had no reason to come home. There was really no reason for me to be there other than just to right. see them. So right. I was sitting there and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go visit grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, you're leaving? I was like, Bulls, uh, no one is paying attention to me. So I have to do something. Make yeah. use of my time. Yeah. And I've been like, I'm like, I've been awake since 7 a.m. Like, I have to do something. Yeah. And yeah. So then I like didn't see. I didn't. I don't hang out with my brothers because they're doing their own thing. Like, yeah, I'll see my parents in like increments. Like they're all going about. The, it's not like, oh, Edelise is here this weekend. We haven't seen her in a few weeks. Let's yeah. all go get lunch together. Right. Or I don't know, just make it more intentional. Yeah. And so for my dad to be like, I feel like I haven't seen you in the past six years. I'm like, I'm are you like, fucking kidding me? <laughs> I've been here at least a few times a month. Or yeah. how I lived here after college for mm-hmm. months at a time. Mm-hmm. The fact, like, it's your fault that you haven't put in any effort with me. Yeah. And it's I always, don't, I can't put it, I can't do it all. Right. But, and it's always one-sided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not sure. going to stop our lives. What yeah. do you mean? You need to inter- insert yourself into ours. Yeah. You don't call us. We can't call you. What? Yeah. We're not going to call you. Yeah. My mom does that all the time. There'll be, time, there'll be times on the weekends where I'm having a little bit too much fun and I forget to call her. Yeah. And then a couple of days go by and she'll kind of say like, "Why I haven't heard, what have you, what have you been doing? And like, she's like kind of, she knows that like I'm having fun and it's not that big of a deal, but it's just like, why didn't you call me then? Yeah. Like I would have answered. Yeah. Why, why is it always my me. responsibility? Mm-hmm. And then the coming home thing. Oh, I've done that before we haven't seen you, you know, come, come home. And then you come home and they're like, oh, but we've already got plans. Like, Why the fuck did you invite me then? Yeah. Like I could have done things. Like I probably was doing things and canceled it to come see you. Like, yeah, I don't understand what the solution is. I'm going to counseling now <laughs> and I hope to maybe find the solution, but there it's isn't one though. Yeah. Like, as someone who's been to counseling, especially I went, I started going to counseling, I think for this very reason, because when I, what, there's a lot of shit that I've repressed. <laughs> um, You're like, oh, it's all bubbling up. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So when I was a, ending my junior year, I wanted to stay in Austin for the summer. I don't want to go back home mm-hmm. because I was going to have a job here and I wanted to have like an internship here. And when my, I told my dad, he like, flipped out he's like how are you not gonna come back home for the summer blah 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 i'm like the summer is three months long i'm not gonna do anything at home there's nothing to do i took i think out of the three months i was home for like a month like an entire month um so you still did it though yeah i still did it because i i had a job right and um i was like i have a job like no, I'm, but you stayed in Austin for two months and then you still yeah. went home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I still went home for that month. Yeah. And 
I like had a job and everything, but like they did not take it well. And that's when I started to go to counseling because a friend of mine had suggested it. I was like, I'm just going to go. And it was just like a a long series of me crying and crying. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like at the time I was like 21. Yeah. Um. So it was like three years ago. And I didn't have the words for it. Like I didn't, mm. I didn't understand how the things that my dad said were, were impacting me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to like unpack that. Yeah. And, and sort of like make it digestible. It would just be like, me upset and then crying and then like not knowing what to do with that mm-hmm. because I felt like a shitty daughter. I felt like I wasn't yeah. doing enough. I felt like I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then I felt guilty about everything on top of it. So it was like a lot that I was like going through emotionally that I needed to unpack. Honestly, counselor did not help me personally. Yeah. Um, But I had to just like work through that sure. on my own. And my dad does this thing, he's very toxic, um, where he'll, when he's upset, it's not like, a, like I can't have a conversation with him, mm-hmm. which is why like half the time I avoid him for some things. Like I can't have a conversation with him if he's upset. Yeah. If he, if I've done something that he doesn't approve of, he sees like, no, he's not like a, oh, tell me about your side. What are you thinking? Right. What is yeah. a compromise? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just you're scream. wrong. Yeah. I'm right. I'm wise and you're not. Yeah, it's just a lot of screaming. And then when he's like, he like wants an answer from me, I'm like, what the fuck is the point of giving you an yeah. answer when you're not going to take it seriously? Yeah. So it was a lot of that. So it's just been six years since I've been here has been six years of me literally fighting to be here. And... And what's so crazy is like, you're already here. Yeah. But you can't enjoy it. Yeah. It. Yeah. I haven't been able to fully enjoy it. Now I'm like, at this point, I'm like, well, I'm here. I have a job. Like, sure. But at, like for the first, I don't know, four years, five years, definitely wasn't able to enjoy it. Even when I graduated and I wanted to move back, that was a whole struggle. And I'm like, yeah. I've lived, ar- I've already lived there for four years, five yeah. years, whatever. And it was a struggle for me to want to come back. Mm-hmm. And they just, they, it was just constantly. And that's five years. That was a year ago. And it's just like a constant thing. And they never saw it as like a, it's like, well, until you have like a full salary job, then it'll make sense. And now that I do, they're like, well, now we can't say anything. So mm. I guess the entire goal was to get to a stable job that I'm at now. Right. And so that justifies me being here. Right. But they're still not happy about it. No. So there's still no actual support. Yeah. It's Well, and again, you're going back home this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a... Ugh, it's yeah. like It's a constant battle that you... That yeah. like, you don't ever win. Month. You surrender yeah. every time. Yeah. You do. And you, and you do it because... Because it's easier. Because it's easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go home and... I just see it as a job. I see it right. as, as like another job. I have technically two, three jobs at this point, like side jobs. Yeah. Um, but it's just another another responsibility that I right. have to fulfill for them because yeah. I'm like, well, if I'm I can't be like, fuck you, mom and dad. I'm gonna do my own thing because I'm an adult and 
you don't know and I'm I can make my own choices huh like one of those yeah. white kids on TV <laughs> like I can't do that because yeah. they're gonna fucking drag me yeah and so now I'm like well if this is the life that I've chosen for myself the least I can do is go see them yeah. right like how and if I don't go for more like I'm going this weekend if I were to wait to go until say next weekend they'd mm-hmm. flip out yeah they'd be like it's been a month i can't believe we haven't seen you in a month like how dare you blah 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 yeah. and i'm and i'm just like oh like I'm gonna does like, everyone hear that oh who that's is that? my mom oh no yeah. i was gonna edit it out i'm totally not now <laughs> I'm gonna text her. <laughs> hey mom speak of the devil just kidding yeah, um the devil. <laughs> that's crazy the one thing there's been like two things that I've been thinking about. Um, and it's like the number one thing is you don't, I know I've known some people who don't have a good relationship with their parents, Yeah, but they don't ever explain why. And so I've never really understood it. Mm -hmm. But I also, I think growing up never expected any issues big or small to come from mom and dad because they're mom and dad like Mm -hmm. they love me unconditionally so there's no way there would be any issue yeah there 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 wouldn't be why would there be and now and and you were talking about when when you were in your early 20s and didn't have the words for it so for me it's like oh the confusion of like oh my parents are doing this to me mm-hmm. but then also like I didn't know that yeah. my parents could do this to no, me. It was possible. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think this was possible. This is weird like maybe an enemy would do this or like mm-hmm. that bitch girl from 6th grade or some shit, yeah. you know? Like cuz you have these like negative feelings toward these people that you're not supposed to have negative feelings toward yeah. in general. And then, like, you grow up and you realize, like, a lot of people have issues with their parents in in similar or very different capacities. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, like, I'm, one, I'm not the only one. Two, it's like, how do I reckon with this feeling of, like, I don't want to talk to you right now? Because a lot of me was like, sometimes I just, I could not, like, I knew I had to call my mom and I desperately did not want to because I knew how that conversation would go Mm -hmm. and I knew how it would affect me emotionally and I also knew that if I didn't call her it would be a whole other issue right right, right. so it's like which one do Mm -hmm. I want yep exactly that was the other thing I wanted to talk about is um just briefly I remember when I was younger and I think I've told one of my friends this too um one of my friends um he was on a podcast earlier actually Dimitri Mm -hmm. and he is he's black and we were talking about like black Christmas versus like a Mexican Christmas and Mm -hmm. like just like just talking about cultures basically Mm -hmm. and um I was telling him about the punishment of what it's like being a Mexican versus like a white person Mm -hmm. usually white people get I don't know if I'm saying that I'm probably saying this wrong but I'm gonna say it anyways the stereotype is white people get grounded when you're in Mm -hmm. trouble you get grounded for a week for however long yeah but after you're grounded you've done your time you've served your whatever it is your punishment and now we're gonna move on and you've probably learned your lesson if you haven't then we're gonna ground you again and maybe do something extra Mm -hmm. but that's it right there's no grudge there's no 
shame. Mm -hmm. It's like, you fucked up. Go do your time. We're done and let's move on. Mm -hmm. And in a Mexican family, that is not how it goes. You're not going to get grounded, but you're going to be judged harshly. Mm -hmm. You're going to be, this is great. You're going to be, um, like look down upon yeah don't they're gonna hold it over you they're gonna hold it over you don't talk to them for like two weeks i remember when i was younger if i got in trouble the the period was probably about two weeks Mm -hmm. or maybe maybe it was shorter and that's what i remember Mm -hmm. but for some reason two weeks that sticks in my head pretty darn well Mm -hmm. and i it was walking on eggshells i couldn't talk to my mom i couldn't talk to my dad i had to be super nice and extra Mm -hmm. just extra everything i okay i have dealt with that with my dad where i won't talk to him like once he i think it was like during the time the cat is eating the cat is eating and i can't (laughs) take the the food away because then she's just gonna meow like nuts it's okay and she usually never eats during a podcast it's okay she's done she's walking (laughs) away she felt the shame (laughs) don't fat shame her oh (laughs) she's like she heard that (laughs) Oh, yeah, you eat, buddy. No. Go ahead. I'm going to have to learn how to edit. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, you literally just like cut. And then- That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to cut it out. And What do you want? I don't have food. Don't get over there. Um, She never eats during a podcast. What was I saying? Oh, so um, coming back to the whole parent thing. Um... My dad did this thing once where when I wanted to stay in Austin for the summer and work at that, like, I've had that job and he didn't want me to. Mm -hmm. And he, like, yelled at me verbally. He's a what you would call um, verbally uh, abusive sometimes. Sure. And was this in person or over the phone? I mean, it's been both. Right. But I think the specific time was over the phone. Um. He's just very, very aggressive and he'll just like say a lot of shit and then he'll just like, then he'll apologize later. And but actually mean it? Yeah. He'll, this is what he does. So he'll like drag me or whatever and then I'll cry hmm. and then like later he'll just hug me and, and act like nothing happened. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, I love you or whatever. Not necessarily apologize, but just like, yeah. like it's, what is it? Dust under the rug or whatever that yeah, term yeah, is. Right. Yeah. So he'll do that where I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> like, but the but the shitty thing is, is you take it because it's like, okay, great. We can move on. But the other but no. shitty thing is, it's like, fuck you for not apologizing. Like, I deserve yeah. that apology and you're too... They don't do too that. much of a wuss to yeah. apologize to me. Yeah, but they'll do that. Where like he this time, like I really I couldn't call him. Like I didn't know what to say to him at that point because he he yelled at me so much. Yeah, and then my mom was like, "Why haven't you called your dad?" I'm like, "He fucking like verbally chat yeah. on me." Yeah, and you want me to call him to for what? I'm supposed to be like, "Hey, dad." Like he's the one that should whatever. Yeah. Again, the responsibility. Why is it on you? I don't yeah. know. And I know my cousin deals with that with my aunt in terms of like walking on eggshells with his mom. Like he'll randomly upset his mom Mm -hmm. and he doesn't even know how or why. Yeah. And his mom just gets like quiet for days. Oh, geez. (laughs) He's like, he's like, he's the adult in that situation. He's like, what? What the fuck is going on? And she's just like, I can't handle it. 
I don't know how I'm going to go to sleep tonight. I'm so just annoyed. So angry. I'm so annoyed by the lack of communication. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Like, it's it's nuts. It is windy. Um, Yeah, I've had a lot of time to sort of like sit and reckon with these feelings. And it's not great. Um, When do you want, when do you normally end? We've probably got like 10 minutes and then within the next 10 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's not great, but I feel like normally at this point, I'm trying to accept that my parents are people and I have to see them as, as people. Like, I, like, I feel like we grow up having this, like, my parents are always right and everything they say and do is perfect and it's the right the right way to do things. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and you're like, no, these are bad decisions. What are you <laughs> yeah. doing? And yeah. you just have, like, it, my parents have done some questionable shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly, if I were my parents now, I would know better. But <laughs> I'm like, well, they have to, they have yeah. to learn. They have to do what they have to do. And, and I don't know. Like, I don't know how my parents see me. Or feel about me. Yeah. Um, and I think about that a lot. And I don't know why it... I don't know if it bothers me so much as I feel sometimes it's like a, a disparity of knowing your child. I'm like, how much... How much... Or how well do they really know me? Yeah. You know? Like, how much time does my... I feel like my like my dad has some... Like, he'll come up with some shit. And I'm like, is that what you really think of me? Like... Do you know who I am? Like, what do you yeah. think of me? Right. And I don't think I've ever, I've, I don't think I've ever asked them that. Um, cause yeah, but been, would you want you to, would you want to though? I think so. Just because I'm like, where is your, like, how do you see this? Where is yeah. your mindset at? Like, where are you getting it from? Yeah. Where are you getting it from? Cause like there have been, my dad says some crazy shit. And I'm like, where are you getting that from? Like, I don't know if I told you about the time. I think I did. Um, I was going to Disney World with my best friend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Disney World. It was like last last semester of college. We'd been planning this for a while. And I was like, I'm going to Disney World with my best friend. She was already in Florida. And I was flying from Austin to Florida for a weekend. Yeah. And my dad was like so sure that I was going to take my boyfriend. And that's not that's not uh, agreed upon or uh, appropriate. Sure. In the Mexican culture because we're not married. So we can't go places. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Um, so my dad was like, <laughs> he's like, so when are you going on this trip? And they were like, they basically said like, yeah, you like you can go as long as you pay for it. I'm like, that's fine. So I also like you don't need permission for that either. But but I I I still have to. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is what I'm planning to do, whatever. And they were like, okay, that's fine. And then like my dad goes, so like you're you're leaving, like you're going for a weekend. I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave from Austin to Orlando I'm gonna get there like I'm gonna take an Uber whatever yeah and telling him like the plan and then he said something like well you better not take your boyfriend or like is your boyfriend going with you I was like what no like I'm going going with my best friend like we've been planning this since high school it's just us and then he was just like 
I'm just saying it's not appropriate when you're not married and you're going places with your and I'm like no one is talking about me going places with my boyfriend we're not going anywhere and he just like in his mind he just made up me he was like she's gonna go with her boyfriend and that's that and she's lying to me he was basically like saying that I was lying to him and I was like if you want to think that that's fine like right. I can't, I can't do anything about that. It's so for you. far off that I can't. Yeah, I'm not gonna I can't even, even save it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, okay, you're on your own on that, buddy. Fine, that's cool. Oh, that's so crazy. But they, yeah, they've said some crazy shit. So I'm like, how do you see me? Do you just, I don't know. They're, I, I don't know how they see me. Yeah. Half the time they're just like, oh, Edelise is like this weird like. She doesn't like us. She's over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't like us. She's like the black sheep of the family. She's like doing her own thing. Like, yeah, no one understands her. Like she has these wild ideas about like feminism or whatever. (laughs) And she's just weird. Equality. Yeah. Like, (laughs) ew. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, do you see me the way that I see myself? Like, is Mm. that what you're getting from this? Because your perception of me could be. So, so incredibly off. skewed. And yeah. you're my parents. Like, you yeah. should know me better than probably mm-hmm. what I think you think of me now. Yeah. So this has been going on for so long. How much longer do you think you have in you before something needs to change? Dude, I don't know. I <laughs> This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms of, like, anything changing, I don't feel like anything is going to change either until I am more financially stable Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and I would hope that that comes before I get married and because I feel like if I I feel like if I were to get married they would kind of lay off and they'd be like okay like we can't give her shit anymore because she's married yeah but until then I honestly think it'll be until I get married yeah like dead ass and I don't want to get married anytime soon yeah. So it's it's just going to be like Ugh. a few more years of, of just shit. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. No, that just it, sucks. It does. And I'll like, sometimes I think like, oh, like, like, this is fun. Like, this is just what I've been dealing with. So you know how when you deal with something, you're just like, oh, this is normal. But then other mm-hmm. people are like, this that's normal. not normal. Yeah. So I just think like, this is normal. This is the way they are. And then mm-hmm. I even have like other family members who will be like, no, your parents are very intense. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, yeah. it's not just me. They also think that my parents are incredibly intense. And they're within the family. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, know. they're, they're, they right. They, bah, bah, bah. they are right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just said something, the financial thing. It's always been very important to me to be financially stable. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because I feel like that is like a sign of success. Yeah. But then... But because if I, for me, if I have money, which I need, I like what I have now is not enough for the type of life that I want to live. Yeah. Um, hmm, I should probably rephrase that. The ty- money that I make now isn't enough to pay like rent. Mm-hmm. And like, if I could just be financially stable, I feel like I would, I could somehow logically cut all strings from my parents 
And I don't mm-hmm. mean like I wouldn't ever visit them or anything like that. I don't mean that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's like a symbol of something. Yeah, it's like a symbol. Yeah. I am on my own and I can make my own decisions because it is my money that mm-hmm. I made. And if I fuck up, it's okay. It's on me. It's not on you. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that pressure. Mm-hmm. But then also you don't have the string to pull. Yeah. When I'm in, whenever As, you yeah. need something or whenever I want something that you disapprove of. Yeah. I don't think they, I don't think... I don't think my parents know that. And I don't think your parents, your, your parents, both of our parents clearly don't know. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, ooh, I don't, I don't think we've touched on this. What I've realized is that we are, our parents don't see us as individuals. They see us as an extension of them. Totally. So if you do anything, it's not like, oh, Maria's doing that and she's fucking up on her own. Yeah. It's like, oh, Maria's doing that. So how does that reflect on mm. us as parents mm-hmm. and how we've raised her and what values we've given her? Yeah. And so then they blame themselves and then they shit on you for, yeah. I don't know, making a mistake or whatever. And so they they don't see you as an individual. And it's, it's especially harder in... um. Not just Mexican families, but families of other cultures sure. where it's their collectivist cultures. And so anything you do is like, is that for the betterment of the family? And if it's not, then it's not yeah. right. Is that going to make us look good? Yeah. Hmm. So they don't like my parents don't see me as Edelise, an individual, her own mm-hmm. person. They see me as Edelise, their daughter. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that will ever be something that they will be able to uh, separate Right. Because that's going to be on them. Um, right. But yeah, that's, how would you change that? Yeah. But that's sort of like um, the way that I've managed to... to um, Cope? Get through it? Yeah. Accept it? Accept it. Yeah. yeah. Like, be like, this is the way that they see me, and this is the way that they see things. Mm. And it sucks because a lot of that is, like, the reason why I feel guilty for so many things because it's like, well, if I do this thing, then that reflects on them. And then they're like, well, that's not what we taught you. And that's like, we ga- gave you yeah. X, Y, and Z values and you're not living up to them. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, you can do something and learn about it on your own. Right. Yeah. For me, I have really enjoyed the American culture and the individualistic culture. Mm-hmm. And so I will probably only find happiness within that realm Mm -hmm. and so it sucks because my parents aren't going to Mm -hmm. and so we need to learn I need to learn I'm not trying to project on you that like I can be happy it's okay to be happy if mom and dad aren't happy yeah but that's really hard to do it is because it sucks because it goes back to like you being a child and being like I just want to impress my parents and then they don't that's where you, I find value. Yeah. And they don't give you, like, the attention or the support that you need, and then right. it, it comes back later. Yeah. You want to make them proud, but yeah, you but can't. but you can't. In the ways that you want to. Yeah. Well, I hope this wasn't too depressing for yeah. everyone. For those of you who have a great relationship with your parents, um, I feel like it's normally white people that do, honestly. That's like, my <laughs> we, mom is my best know. friend. Yeah, and my no. mom and I talk about sex and we do everything. Like, it's fucking weird. I don't know anyone who does that. Oh, but. okay. Because <laughs> these are just things that I've heard of. I think I knew someone who was like, um, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like, uh, weird, I don't know, have you watched that show Girls? No. Okay. I know what show you're talking about, though. Okay. It's like girls like that who are like, my parents are always there and I can tell my parents anything and like... I have, like, sex toy subscriptions that are sent to my parents' house. Like, weird shit like that. That's so weird. I was just thinking, I had a flashback to Mean Girls mm-hmm. with yeah. um, Amy Poehler. Yeah. Just like, you guys want something? Yeah, cocktails. Use the condom. Yeah. yeah. God, no. love you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that would be healthy either. No, that's, that I mean, that's fucking weird. Yeah. But, no, I know people that are, like, that are like, yeah, tell my parents everything, whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it goes. Yeah. Well, I think maybe this, maybe this will be a lesson for like future parents. Or like if you are a parent now and you're trying to yeah. navigate it, like don't do any of the shit that we've shared. Yeah. I hope, uh, my only hope is that I can be um, a mindful parent mm-hmm. if and when I a mindful parent. am a I parent like and, and like... You know how parents just, like, don't respect their children's feelings yeah. ever? Yeah. Um, or, like, their personal space or privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, just giving giving your kid that room to breathe yeah. is nice. And not many of them do it. So. Treat, almost, like, treating them as an equal human being. Like a human being, sounds, maybe? Does that sound weird? It doesn't sound weird. I think it sounds, like, below par. Like, maybe you yeah, should be doing that. You should. But... It just means a lot more than what it sounds like. Yeah. Do you feel better? Probably um, not. <laughs> I mean, I honestly uh, talk about this a lot. I think at least once or twice a week. There's yeah. there's some kind of grievance that I have to share about my parents with somebody. Right. So it's not necessarily that I feel better. It's just like, it's just good to to let it out. You know, right. like going back to the whole roommate analogy. It's like, oh yeah, my yeah it doesn't fix anything, things. but I feel better for just totally, yeah, for bitching. I think that's gonna have to be acceptable enough. Yeah, <laughs> so for I'll now, take it for sure. All right, well, we can find you on Instagram. We can find you on Spotify, on yep. iTunes, yep, and on your website, yep, ugh. Dot pants is on Instagram. No, it's UGH underscore pants. And then it's pantsoptional.co. And then it's called, the podcast is called It's Personal with Pants Optional on Spotify and iTunes. And um, I'm at Elise and you can follow me on Instagram at at Elise with two Zs. But I'm not that interesting on Instagram. So I feel like you got some good posts. I am. Mm. <laughs> it's okay. I think my my Finsta is better, but I'm not going to let people follow my Finsta. Okay. Well, there you have it, people. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and click subscribe. See you later. Bye.